Welcome to another edition of the Parent Pivot Podcast. I am starting us today instead of Steve. I am Julia Cummings. And I'm Steve Cummings. And uh, usually Steve kicks it off to me because I've got the idea of what I want to talk about. (laughs) And then we kind of wing it from there. Every once in a while I have a good idea. So Steve (laughs) has something that he really is on his heart today and wants to share. And tell us about what you're thinking, honey, and about yeah. the book you've been reading. Yeah. Actually, it's a Bible plan. I'm a big um, version Bible app guy. I've been, you know, you my Jesus time, I get up in the morning and I go for my walk and things like that. I come and sit on my porch, have my cup of coffee, and I'm usually scrolling through and doing a bunch of Bible plans. And I came across this one I've been doing this last week. And you, if you're on the version Bible app, it is titled Called to Influence. And the subtitle is Cultivating Emotional Maturity or mm. Emotional Intelligence. Mm. And it's, the first question is like, okay, why is that important for parents of adult children? And I felt like, well, in order to do a good pivot from parenting to partnering, we have to take a step back and hit that pause button. I mean, it goes back to one of our very first podcasts. Uh, if you look in our library and go back to hit the pause button, I got to hit the pause button going because I can't effectively shift to a partner if I have not taken an inventory of my own emotional well-being because mm-hmm. I need to be aware of different things I, I you know there's different things that happen in a day where <clears throat> I'm, I'm triggered we've talked about what triggers are triggers are just things that your your brain reminds you of yeah. that take you back to the past and all of a sudden we're reacting we've talked about that mm-hmm. um, and we get stressed out we're kind of out of balance um, and so I was reading this um, Bible plan. I highly recommend it. It's five days worth. And I thought, hey, this would be great to talk to our uh, parents of adult children audience. Yeah. Because um, as we learn this and as we come into balance with our own emotional well-being, we get to model it for our adult children. Right. And if you have younger children, younger children as well. Exactly. Exactly. And with everything in life, what I love about our marriage that we have always strived for, whether it's been our relationship, um, our friendships, our our own relationship with our own kids is balance. Yeah, you've got people on one end of a spectrum, um, whatever on um, whatever um, that is on whatever issue, and then right. all the way on the other side. And we'll look at those and go, you know what? They both have value, but where's the balance? Where's the tension right. between? Sometimes they're both extremes. They're both extremes, and things like that. So this is about balance. This is about having a greater balance and build into your life. So there's 14 different ideas on here and the first one says wait can i interrupt you you can so who's the author of this so they get all the credit well we want them to get all the credit and when i open up the bible plan it basically says this is um well i'd like to thank malcolm down publishing for providing this plan and you can go to called to influence.com okay it is their content we're giving them full credit okay we're just agreeing with it and (laughs) passing it on okay here here here's well um, I loved what they were doing. I went, hey, we've got to talk to our audience that way. So here's the first one. Um, and again, we're coming from the, the Christian worldview perspectives, but this is this is great for any parents of adult children. The principles exist yeah. no so matter one, what. Prioritize your time with God um, to share joys and disappointments and hear his loving affirmation over you. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times I've struggled with, I'm always just thinking about the disappointments, mm-hmm. the things that worry me, the things that stress me. And it's like, we need to make that a priority. Um, I I don't know about you, but I get up and start my day, uh, and I just have conversations with him. And so, and sharing the joys. Mm-hmm. I mean, to sit. If you uh, one thing I learned recently is that um, 
Anxiety and gratitude cannot coexist in your heart at the same time. So when you're worried about all those disappointments and stressors, that's the time to go, hey, I need to be intentional about this. This is where balance comes in. Mm -hmm. And I need to share with God the joys that are happening. Like I'm I'm sitting on the porch going, hey, I just had my physical the other day. Uh, I'm in good health. Um, That's going great. All of our kids are healthy. There's nothing major going on. I'm hearing birds sing and geese honk at me and deer (laughs) walk by. Those are great things. So prioritize that. Um, Number two, List and celebrate successes alongside thanking God. Um, I think sometimes we look at what hasn't been done as opposed to what has been done. I always tell the men who meet on my porch, and they'll be go, gosh, life has been so tough, and they're down, and they're disappointed, and I get that. But I always want to sit there and say, hey, wait a minute. You're in the forest looking through the trees. Yeah. I have this perspective up above. I go, do you want to know where you were a year ago? Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about it. And as I explain to them, Hey, here's what's going on. You've had this success and this and this. I think a lot of times we want to have this huge success. And if we don't reach it because our expectations are so high, then we feel disappointed and it hasn't happened. Right. But look back over your life over the last six months, the last year, and going, hey, there have been some successes. Celebrate those and thank God for them. And oftentimes, I, you know, when we hear the word success, we automatically think finances right. for some reason. Right. So... There are a lot of different successes in life, different right. things that are successful. Like for you, you talked about your health. Right. That's a success. Yes, I have a wife at, who gets on me about my eating habits. <laughs> at our age, to have good health is, exactly. is a success. Right. So I, you know, it's stuff like that. But, you know, even financially, we have a tendency to look at what we don't have. And if we look at our income versus what it was 20 years ago or something, we're going, wow. Or we compare it to someone else's income. Exactly. They, they, they've got so, this and we have that. And they've been, it's, yeah. it's, it, it, you're going to drive yourself nuts and straight in the ground. So this There is are always going to be people better and always people worse. Right. So number two, list and celebrate successes alongside thanking God. Number three, list and celebrate what you are grateful for every day to cultivate a heart of gratitude, believing that God is good even when we face difficult times. That's a hard one. Only because we only think God's good if he answers prayer the way I think he should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, God, you're not doing it right. Why didn't you heal some so-and-so of cancer? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you provide that job? Why Why this? And we get our panties and boxers in a wad, and yeah. God isn't good. That's like, that's a lie. So first of all, recognize that's a lie from the pit of hell. And as a beloved son and daughter, you get to tell Satan where to go. Yeah. Okay? Because we're royalty, and we belong to him. So um, cultivate a heart of gratitude. God is good all the time. He's always at work, whether we feel it, notice it, or not. Because these, this too shall pass, and we look back and go, oh, wow, it didn't turn out like I thought it was. Mm-hmm. So that's what number three is. Number four, uh, respond to the chatterbox voice lies. In other words, those lies that come in our head, it's just like a chatterbox. Hey, you're not enough. Hey, you're not good. Hey, you should have done it this way. Hey, this. Hey, that. Or if you would have done this, then that would have happened. That is like a chatterbox of nonstop lies. And here's the bottom line. When you hear that, your, our response should be request denied and replace that with a positive truth. I am enough. I am seen. I am loved yeah. um, and things like that. Yeah. So that is that is key because that, that intentionally changes our, our mindset and that also affects our emotions because our yeah. emotions are flowing out of our thoughts. Yeah. So if I'm believing lies and thinking lies, my emotions yeah. kick in. So it forces res- res- is important. Can I interrupt for a second? Of course. Um, so one of the things that our kids kind of taught us um, 
through their own experiences is the idea of going to the mirror. Right. And so I want to bring that up just because that's a perfect opportunity, you know, and the thought is what there is power in our words. Absolutely. If they're negative, there's power in our words. If they're positive, there's power in our words. So when you have negative thoughts, the idea of going to the mirror is going to your mirror, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying out loud truths about yourself. Right. And even if you don't necessarily believe them at the moment, keep saying them. Right. Um, I've even, I've asked people to get a pad of uh, sticky notes and write down on their sticky notes, I am beautiful, I am smart, I uh, have something to say, I blah, 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 and put it around your mirror and then go to the mirror and say it out loud every day. Right. So there's power in saying positives out loud. There's a whole other podcast we can do just on that. Yes. And, And where we're going with this is as we are making these changes uh, in our own lives, mm-hmm. you're going to be a better mentor and partner to help your adult children. Yes. And you're going to be investing in them, um, not not telling them, hey, here's what you need to do. I heard this podcast and you got to do these 14 things. It's like, no, let it just ooze out. Let your children pick your fruit. Don't sell it to them. Yes. So okay. Great line, hun. Thank you. That's not, that's again, that's not my own content. I got that wisdom from somebody else. So uh, I'm not smart enough to come up with that on my own. Number five, uh, when people acknowledge you, absorb it and say thank you. The point here being is a lot of times our false humility creeps in. Yeah. And what I mean by that is someone says, oh, hey, Steve. Oh, hey, Julia. What an awesome podcast. You guys are great. We go, oh, no, 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 no. God's just doing all that. We're just his vessels and whatever. Yes, that's a true statement. But what we're really saying is, um, you know, oh, we're trying to be humble. But inside, we're really like, gosh, we really like that. <laughs> and what the author was really saying is just say thank you. That's yeah. all we have to do. So, and, and just, you know, you stay in the background. You don't have to uh, shine the light on yourself. God sees you. And I think sometimes we want to be able to, that's the, I, I've really felt like lately, I've heard a lot of hurt and pain. We were with some friends last night and they were sharing about um, their daughter-in-law or, or somebody. And I thought, gosh, I'm really hearing a heartache that says, I want to be seen. We all want to be seen mm-hmm. by our parents, by our father yeah. uh, in heaven. And so that's where that one kind of comes from is just, just say thank you. And don't Period. self-deprecate with it. Exactly. Exactly. I think that was the key. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Don't self-deprecate. Just say thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and be done with it. Number six, don't compare yourself to others. You are unique. So run your race as God intended rather than trying to run someone else's. Yeah, amen. Once we can get our heart around that one and realize that, that again, we're looking around. So-and-so's got a bigger house. So-and-so makes more money. These people get to travel. These kids all love Jesus. My kids don't. Whatever the comparison is, Mm -hmm. it's like God has a different story within his story for you and a different trajectory. Mm -hmm. And the same thing for our adult kids. Mm -hmm. He's got the same thing. So it's everybody's got a unique race to run. That's number six. I'm looking to see if you want to interrupt me. No, okay. Number seven, (laughs) number seven, be honest and authentic with your thoughts and feelings. Okay. Masks push people away. Whereas being real with people enables them to come closer. That's we, a whole podcast. We can do it. In, so. in fact, we probably will do that. But th- yeah. I mean, being honest and authentic with your adult children, with your husband, with your wife, uh, practice doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And again, we've talked about this before. I don't have to agree with, with how you're feeling. Right. 
I just have to validate that and see it from your perspective. And we've done podcasts on that before. But uh, if you can take off the mask um, and say, you know what, we're all broken. There's no shame in being authentic and honest. If the church was able to be authentic and honest all the time and share thoughts and feelings, we'd be a much more vibrant church because we're all in the same boat. We're all hiding it. We put a mask on. We go to church. We put a mask on. We go to social events. We put a mask on. We go wherever. And we get in the car and everything implodes. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, with relationships. It so. gets exhausting try to hide, trying to hide who you really are. Right. And then I think that as the individual, you stop knowing who you are right? because you've lost it somewhere along the way and you think it's not acceptable to share with people who you are. Well, and really what's happening if you do a little bit deeper dive, and this is where I've spent a lot of time doing this, is the masks are our false self. Yeah, It's this persona that I'm creating that is not me. I want to present myself as this person who has their act together or you name it. And I want you to like me. I don't want you to think less of me. I don't Mm -hmm. want to be the one that's like, if you really knew me, you wouldn't love me. Yeah. Whereas when we're authentic and real, guess what happens? Uh, It People come closer because they find out, hey, you're a lot like me. I do the same thing. No way. You think the same way. There's deeper fellowship. There's deeper intimacy. I can see you. I know you. Um, and the, the the better we can work on this as partners, yeah. and then you're gonna be able to draw your adult children in. And again, none of this is like um, I'm doing this to get closer to them. It's like as we become more emotionally mature and and have a higher EQ, um, things around us are just gonna start to flourish yeah. uh, around us because we're not gonna be worried and thinking about oh I'm I'm concerned about what other someone else else thinks. It's like why do I care so much? I'll never see those people ever again. Yeah. So anyway, that's that was number seven. Number eight, learn to say no rather than being over-allowing to others. Okay. Can you explain I think, that I think further? So. Yeah. <laughs> or what your thought is on that. Yeah. Um, basically, it's having good boundaries with yourself. We don't have to say yes to everything. Right. Um, if somebody asks us to do something, if that's not something in your comfort zone, your sweet spot, or that you can do, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Again, it goes back to being authentic, um, but don't... Don't allow others to just overuse you mm-hmm. and, and be a, um, a, a doormat. Uh, be, uh, be who you are. Uh, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a doormat. It's knowing what your limitations are. Right. Like I remember being a younger mom and, you know, I had four kids in five and a half years. I was a tired mom. Um, and I remember looking at other moms who were involved with everything mm-hmm. and they seemed so energetic to me. <laughs> And you compared yourself probably to a certain degree, but I knew myself well enough to know that I couldn't be them. Right. Like I knew my limitations right. and I knew I couldn't say yes to everything. Right. Um, and I knew my kids ultimately would suffer if I said yes to everything. Right. Because I'd have nothing left for them. Right. And I don't know if that was going on in the other homes of these women that I'm looking at. Right. They may have maintained that level of energy. I don't know. But knowing your limitations is an important aspect. Jesus of that. knew his limitations. You yeah, know? he went off. And he went off. I need. Yeah. I need some time alone. Or no, I can't do that. Or he even had times when it's like, hey, um, I'm not. I, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do, uh, do certain things. Yeah. And that's okay. So know your limitations. Know how to say no. Take care of yourself. Number nine, have a should-free day. 
<laughs> I like that. Prioritize what is really important. The rest can wait. Yeah, no shooting all over yourself. No shooting. I mean, I, sh- I should. I mean, I should do all these things. Like I'm sitting there looking at our house. There's so many projects around this house. In fact, before we turn the mics on, you were walking me around, going, "Okay, I want to do this with this wall, and we're gonna do this here, there, and whatever." And I'm just sitting there thinking, "Okay, well, I don't have to do that today. We'll get to it when we get to it." I mean, and so when you hear yourself, your 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 list is just overwhelming you. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of days coming up, you know. Um, it, can, it can be pushed off to the next day. Be present with people. Yeah. Know your limitations. Prioritize what is really important today. Maybe there's four or five things on your list you got to go do. i got to run to Home Depot. I've got to go pick up so-and-so. we got to go shopping. We, You and I have an event we're going to today. And, in fact, I even, <laughs> I even posed to you the other day, hey, um, you think we could go watch a college football game two hours away? Our, my friend's son is playing. And before I could even get that out, what did you say? Nope. Because? It's too much to cram in a day. It was getting up early, driving two hours, watching a two-hour football game, then driving home two hours, and then racing to get somewhere by 5 o'clock. And yeah. Now, the old yeah. Steve would have wanted to push that through yes. because I want to be friends with this family or whatever, and uh, I really and I really enjoy uh, watching uh, the young man who plays on the college team. I haven't seen him play yet. I want to go see him play. Yeah. Um, and I would have gone, oh, my God. But that would, have, that would have been me being outside of myself and, uh, and, and doing something that was not that important. And I need to prioritize things. Yeah. So we'll go see him play on another Saturday. So I said no for you. <laughs> you said no for me. The rest can wait. Number 10, participate in life, a job you enjoy, friends, family, activities you love. You know, um, be intentional about doing things like uh, you and I yesterday. You know, it's like, hey, it was a beautiful day here in Georgia. Yeah. And we like to put our kayaks in Lake Lanier. And so we're like, hey, that, that doesn't take very long. We throw them in the back of the truck. We head up to Lake Lanier. We find a spot, which is our usual spot. And we went out there, and it was glass. Yeah, it was There beautiful. was nobody at the park. And we were out there just paddling around. We find things that we enjoy. It brought us life. Yeah. So that's what we're saying. You know, uh, maybe there, maybe you like to garden. Maybe you like to um, collect things. Maybe you're a painter. Maybe you like to go to baseball games like I do. Find something you enjoy. Find friends. We were with friends last night. Mm-hmm. Spent three hours closing down a Mexican restaurant with them. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting outside chatting and things like that. So that's number 10. That's important to have. That brings you some good emotional health too. A um, couple more. Number 11. Plan rest time each week, meaning quality time with God, with family, with friends, but also time for yourself. Your body was not designed to work 24-7. So you got to have rest, mm-hmm. um, good sleep, um, good quality time with God, however way that looks with you, um, with family, with your friends, but also time for yourself. And good time with family means good time with family. Oh, it does. That, that, <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, my, my point is that goes to the whole point of our podcast right. in general, that if you are trying to parent when you're with your family, yeah. it might not end up being a good time Just with your be family. With them. Yep. Just be with them. Just enjoy them. Enjoy them. who they are. Right. Listen, I, oh, I want to share my story. I shared this with Steve earlier. We, um, one of the things that I really enjoy doing for whatever reason, I like going to a coffee shop and just sitting outside and just enjoying being outside and whatever. So this morning we were at Starbucks and I was inside ordering and I'm noticing this grandfather and his granddaughter in there. Um, and I assume it was a grandfather, granddaughter situation. He was in his seventies and she was probably in her late teens. They had no cell phones on them. No. 
And I know. And I was just watching them because the line was kind of long. So I was watching them for a while. Um, but he's just listening to this teenage girl talk. He was completely okay, that present Okay, that is hard her. for me to understand. A man listening to a teenage girl talk. Yeah. Wow. He, that's... And I could see him asking her questions. And yeah. she was being very animated. And she clearly felt very comfortable with him. And I just thought, wow, that's a cool relationship to see. Yeah. But there were no phones out. There was no distraction. They were, he was completely watching her. He wasn't looking around, which wow. is hard to do in a busy Starbucks. It's hard to not look around. Right. Um, but I just, I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that's, that's probably, that's good, a good way to, to love on one of your family members. Yeah. Um, number 12, uh, this goes back to your, your, your health and your, your temple, your body being temple of the Holy Spirit is consider what you eat and drink and your sleep and exercise patterns. Your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit, so make it a pleasant place for Him to inhabit. Now, I'll I'll have to agree. Here we're in our early 60s, and like we're I don't, we're not struggling, but sleep is like, hey, that's important. You know, yeah. you got we have to get our rest because if our body is not uh, physically well cared for, um, we are going to be. It's going to affect our thoughts and our emotions and our relationships and our reactions with the rest of the world. Yeah, especially our adult children. So. Um, I'm eating. In fact, I have. I've started getting. What's funny is Julia had plantar fasciitis for like a year. A year and a half. And yeah. a, about a, a few weeks ago, all of a sudden we were on vacation, and all of a sudden my right foot. I'm going. No possible way. Is this thing contagious? What happened? <laughs> How did I start getting it? Well, guess what? Um, I'm starting more vegetables. More of those. Um, what do you call them? The type of food that you gave me that list. Anti-inflammatory. Of, anti-inflammatory things. Dark chocolate, avocado, broccoli, red peppers, fatty fish, and and guess what? It works. But I have to be intentional about that. Yeah. I would rather have something else for lunch. Yeah. No, I walk in the fridge, I get my vegetables out, I dip yeah. them in the hummus, and, and I eat that. But I've got to take care of that. I've got to find some time to exercise. I do a lot yeah. of walking. You're going to the club. You've got a trainer. Um, it's important that we do that because um, if we're not physically healthy, taking care of ourselves, yeah. getting good rest, all that stuff, we are not going to have good emotional maturity. Yeah. And, you know, I tell... I tell clients all the time, like sometimes when they come in with high anxiety and stuff, one of the things that I focus in on initially often is what are they doing for themselves health wise? Right. You know, um, and truly without sleep, we cannot function normally. Right. We we see the world in a whole different light when yeah. we are not getting sleep. Yeah. And you know what? I would say this. So, uh, if you haven't had your annual physical, like I went and finally got mine uh, on that, a couple of days ago, and uh, we got to get into the doctor. I mean, it's yeah. better to go in and have the oil changed every 3,000 miles for your car than to drive it 100,000 miles and do nothing. Same thing with our bodies. Yeah. Is we got to go in. We got to do that stuff. And uh, and I'm glad I did because there are two, two other referrals that I now have to go do that I wasn't expecting to do. But it's like, hey, I got to take care of this body. It's 61 years old, almost 62. Take care of the body. Yeah. Okay, two more. 13, plan and take your full holiday entitlement throughout the year and use this time to refresh. In other words, if you've got PTO time, take it. Take the three-day weekend. Even if you are if you don't have it, it's like, you know what? Let's just take the day off. Let's go shopping. Let's go to the lake. Let's go for a drive. Let's go downtown and do whatever. Take some time off away from work. Go you've on got vacation. It, use it. Um, but no laptop. Yeah. No mobile phone with you because the wor- world of work will carry on without you. Yeah, It will be there tomorrow. Leave the phone at home unless you need GPS. But I mean, I'm saying get rid of the electronics. Get rid of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, have a, Take a digital day fast and take your time off. And then the last one, number 14. This, I would say, 
you'd need to take maybe a, a small mini Sabbath, meaning take a couple hours in a, in a, in a time during the week or the weekend and go find a, a place that you just really can be alone with God and sit down and write down goals and dream big, dream big with God. Mm. Our generous father loves to lavish his kids and he's and it has great fun in seeing dreams fulfilled. So, you know, it's like dream about stuff. And because yeah. our kids have dreams. Our adult kids have dreams and sometimes we want to be the wet blanket on them because we don't see it happening. We're too stuck in our heads. But you know, if we're dreaming about where we want to be in the next five or ten years, and I'm not saying houses and travel and stuff like that, but it's like what 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 do you want to see done? You know, sit down with God and saying what 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 do you want us to do and come up with those things so again these these are this list is not my own right. it, it comes from the um bible plan the U version bible plan that i mentioned that malcolm down publishing has done at called to influence.com um, and it is simply titled called to influence cultivating emotional maturity and when we do when we're working on ourselves and being intentional to find a better health in that way we are going to make that pivot from parent to partner a whole lot easier and our kids are gonna go what has gotten into mom and dad yeah and it's gonna draw them toward you i mean i I sent a picture to our kids in our text thread which we uh affectionately called fam bam (laughs) of a picture of you and i on the lake guess what they all looked at it and loved it it's like look at my parents 67 years old putting their kayaks in the lake yeah you know we have our own life and it draws them and keeps them in relationship yeah um, can we go back to a couple of those? Can you open that back up? Yes. Because I had thoughts, but I didn't say them. Oh, okay. Um, what was number seven again? Number seven, be honest and authentic with your thoughts and feelings. Masks push people away. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, the thoughts and feelings part, it doesn't have to be, well, it is your feelings, but it's it's being truthful about who you are about maybe what you struggle with about um you know just being honest about your life I remember once telling um our youngest son and my nephew a a story actually it was my youngest son and his wife uh, telling them a story about something that happened in my home as a child and Jackson's eyes lit up and said mom you've never told me that story and so many things would have made sense to me if you had told me that story a long time ago. Yeah, I got the similar thing and with you my mom. Have, yeah, you have the same thing with your parents where you you have found some things out and gone, holy cow, I wish I had known that. Like, well, th- like some things would have made more sense to me. Exactly. It's like I'm, I know you now better because that, that piece of information in my narrative now changes maybe how they experience you and stuff. And same thing happened with me in my life. It's like, well, mom, if I had known that 40 years ago, that would have explained a whole lot. It would have given me more understanding, more compassion. And I think a lot of times the evil one is like, no, 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 don't say that because if you if you tell them all that, then uh, and again shame comes. Let's say it's maybe something you don't feel good about, but it's 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 hiding something. It's like this is who I am, and this event happened or whatever. Yeah. Um, and things. And it's like wow, it, it will draw others closer to you. It exactly. provides information in their narrative of their worldview of you experiencing you or whatever. And going yeah. wow, and we have a close relationship because of yeah. things like that. And it, so and and part of that is if you come across to your younger children teenage children adult children I don't care what age the the kids are but if you don't seem human to them if you don't share your 
hurts, um, maybe so just even a, your insecurities with them to a certain level. Yeah, they don't have to have all the details, yeah. but they just have to know, oh, mom and dad get anxious and worry and struggle. They're real. They're real. They've had these yeah. things happen. It's like, you know, some things are age appropriate, some things aren't. Right. But as they get older, they're now adult children. Right. And they can understand all that. It's right. going to explain things. So that was just one thing that stood out to me. Then um, what was number three? 13 was plan and take your holiday entitlement throughout the year and use time to refresh no laptop mobile phone oh i was gonna tell the story of we just got back from vacation yeah um we were able to go on an inexpensive cruise which was really fun for us we've never done that um but you had to buy wi-fi so one of us got wi-fi the other didn't we'll let you guess who that was (laughs) So I really didn't have my phone on the majority of the time. Oh, now you gave it away. That we were there. <laughs> um, and it's very freeing. It's, it is. It truly is to just kind of go. And I'm sure everybody's been through this when, let's say, you your phone broke and you needed a new phone and it took a couple of days to get it and get it up or whatever. Whatever and did we do? And suddenly you're, you're going, well, there's nothing you know I can do about it. The rest of the world can wait. It's not like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just I was just gonna touch on that a little bit. That that was that was very freeing. That yes. was very like, I I didn't have to grab my phone. Yeah, and yeah. that that actually can become. There's another Bible plan too that the U version thing is really talking about. You know, taking uh, when you're taking soul rest, is having a regular digital fast. Oh, I was gonna mention that too. There is an author called Wendy Speak. S P E A K. I believe and she does various 40-day fasting things so at the first of every year she does a 40-day fast and I believe it's a sugar fast Um, but then she also I could never do that one yeah you could Um, (laughs) but then she also has I think it's a social media fast and things like that but anyway you might look her up Um, it's a great way to kind of discipline yourself and kind of get into some deeper And I would say this too. Sometimes um, when you're starting a new habit or discipline, we try to accomplish too much the first time. Yeah. Uh, I've always done this like, oh, I hear a great speaker. It's like, oh, I've got to do a 40-day fast on this or that. And so I'm going to do a digital fast and whatever. But it's like start out small. Start getting some good rhythms and successes. Like maybe a digital fast starts off with um, when I come home at night, I'm turning my phone off until I get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, start slow. Or maybe it's during a certain time of the day. Or maybe it's just one day um, and things. But start slow. Build some discipline and going, hey, I can do this. And then you can graduate up to longer periods of time mm-hmm. uh, in doing that. But uh, in our day and age, it's kind of hard to take digital fast for too long. You can take social media fast. Social media. Social media just be- creates too many... There's so many things oh my wrong gosh. with social yeah. media. Well, we're getting off on other subjects, yes. but this whole po- point of this podcast was, hey, when we're cultivating good emotional maturity in ourselves, it makes the pivot from parent to partner that much easier. So again, um, if you want, if you have any questions about what we've talked about, we would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of different ways you can do that. One is go to Facebook and look, search for the Parent Pivot Podcast. Um, like us, share us, share our podcast in other feeds. We'd love to hear from you. And review us. And review us and rate us. Um, you can also contact us via email at parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what, you, what you've been hearing. Tell us a situation that maybe come up. Tell us some great stories. Hey, we, we listen to this podcast about whatever, and we watch this happen in our 
uh, partnering or pivoting uh, to partner with our adult kids. We'd lo- we want we we love hearing those stories. We love hearing from you uh, and things like that. So that that's all I got for this podcast. Um, you got anything else? Nope, I do not. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll join you again next week on the next Parent Pivot podcast. Bye. I'm gonna go get some sugar.